M and J. Are you okay? In the podcast. The only podcast. And as the only podcast, we wanted to welcome you guys. You know, I really didn't have anything else. That was that was it. That was that was the extent to what I had going. You were you were on a roll. I was. You had and me. And I was like and I was like, all right, all right, we're gonna go, we're gonna and then and then I didn't have anything. And then I didn't have well, anything. Well you had me convinced. You're doing great. And I, you know, and that's and that's the point, is to have everyone convinced. That's that's how that's that's the magic. That's the magic of improv. That started so sinister. Why did that start like that? I don't what do you know. mean? I have everyone convinced. <laughs> convinced the world the devil doesn't exist. <laughs> what movie are we in right now? Well, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back, friends, for our weekly discussion. We hope you guys have had a good weekend. Yeah. Um, nothing exciting happened in my weekend. Anything happened exciting in your weekend? Um. No. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing happens anymore. Nothing. No. It's ninety-one degrees outside every day. Yeah, it's been hot, I which is pretty was cool. It? Was it Sunday? Oh my god, I went outside. Um, I was also in Virginia Beach, but it was muggy as. Yeah, it was nasty. Oh. I bought my first Invincible comic book though. Oh. A little graphic novel. Interesting. Yeah, have so you read it? Yet? I haven't read it yet. I just wanted to see how closely related and the art and then the story of how the first season went with that so that's pretty cool i'll get back to you when i finish reading that i'm probably not gonna read it i mean doesn't need to i mean i'm probably not i mean you watch the show i'm probably not gonna read it i'm pretty sure that's just enough i'm just probably not gonna read it in a segment I like to call Fun Facts. <laughs> what? <laughs> I wanted to uh, give an update. I just read uh, over the weekend that Misha Green, the creator of Lovecraft Country, has actually signed a deal with Apple uh, TV. Oh. So, I don't know. It's no details as to exactly what that entails. Yeah. Um, like, if she's going to do a second season of Lovecraft or not, it's speculated, but... Um, I don't think, but probably not because HBO probably that, right? owns the rights. Yeah, to that's, so not a, can't that's not a that's not a thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not happening. She can do some some the, fun little spin Apple would have to buy Lovecraft Country off of yeah. HBO or Paramount, well, whoever owns HBO, whatever HBO, and then maybe she could do that. But she's probably just going to do a whole new project. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. She's I like her writing so far. It's interesting. Yeah, it's it's different. Yeah, I like the. It's all right. Well, like I just like the adaptation that she decided to push the envelope with. Yeah. Lovecraft Country. Yeah. And I, I would like to see if she's going to do something like that again with something another project. Which the the Emmy nominations just came out and they that got like a list. whole bunch of oh that well yeah they got a whole bunch of like yeah. nominations yeah um which in my mind I was like oh well that hmm. well they're a critical darling hmm. maybe that'll change hmm. HBO's mind which I doubt it but I uh, doubt it. But that's interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't expect them to get that many. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I think Jonathan Majors, he got, like, lead actor, best mm. actor. And Journey got um, nominated. And they got a whole bunch of, like, technical awards. Mm. And I think best show. I don't know how to pronounce her I think name. best drama. Yeah, best, yes, best show. I'm not sure about drama. Part of the best drama. Um, but, um, and then I don't know how to pronounce her name. Anjan, Anjan, Joanna. Ellis. Oh, Anjanu Ellis. As Anjanu Ellis. I think it's Anjanu. Yeah, she got uh, um, nominated for Best Female Supporting. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes forward and see if that affects, yeah. like, anything. With... The decision with to cancel the show. I mean, but we still don't really know, like, if it was. 
know. What's what's really because I like I said, Misha has not come out and said anything about it, about the show being canceled or what's going on with that. So yeah. that and then HBO hasn't put out anything, um, to my knowledge. So I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. But a lot of the the nominees, speaking of the Emmys, since mm-hmm. you brought them up, have been really interesting and really yes. like like pretty cool. There's yeah. one that I thought was pretty groundbreaking to mm-hmm. hear is MJ Rodriguez yes. from Pose. Mm-hmm. Uh, got nominated mm-hmm. uh, for Best Actress, mm-hmm. and she is the first trans performer to be nominated in like one of the higher roles. Mm-hmm. I think the first one was like Laverne Cox mm-hmm. for like a guest starring yes. role in Orange is the New Black. Yes. And then it was uh, another another woman who um, got nominated for like a more technical role. I can't remember which... which um, I think I know what you're talking about. What what category it was, yeah. but it was for like lighting or, or something like that. Or like design. Was I think it was a costume design or something? I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I I'd have to look think. at the thing. Yeah. But it's it's pretty cool. This is like making history. Yes. She's the first trans uh, in 2021 actress to be, to be um, nominated for yeah. best actress, and it's it's pretty dope. That's really dope. And, and for her role as Blanca in uh, Pose, Pose. Mm-hmm. which is awesome. It's, it's really, really cool. awesome. You know, we have to make strong in some kind of way it's at some point in time and it just sucks it's 2021 and that's so she's the first trans woman to be nominated but i mean hey that's pretty dope for her i think it's dope yeah i think it's cool i hope she wins i, I haven't the thing what i've learned after seeing all the nominations mm-hmm. is i haven't watched a lot of tv in <laughs> like i've I feel like I've been watching stuff, but really mm-hmm. I've just been watching the same shows that I've watched, like nothing new. Yeah. So everything they like that were the nominee nominees, I was like, oh, like well, good for them because I didn't, I don't know what that is. I like I'll know the shows, but like like The Crown, I've been told I should watch. I've never watched. Uh, Apparently, uh, everybody and Ted Lasso got nominated for. I keep hearing <laughs> everything about Ted Lasso, yeah. and I never all the watched, actors got nominated. Never watched that shit. <laughs> Like what is that? What is, is Ted Lasso? So I have to check that out. Yeah. eventually. Um, I know Wandavision got best um, limited series. Yeah, they got the, all of them got nominated. Like yeah, uh, Catherine Hahn, um, for uh, guest, Paul Bettany for Elizabeth Olsen. Mm, was he supporting? Or was he lead? I have no idea. I just know I saw his name. Yeah, and I know Elizabeth Olsen got nominated for um, best actress. A whole bunch of people from Hamilton, kind of, which I thought I think that was really cool. It was cool, but I was like, huh? but it, but it confused me. It was just like I thought Anthony Ramos, he was nominated for like in treatment it, or something, right? And then it was like, no, him no. Daveed Diggs and all they're nominated for Hamilton, yeah, because it counts as like a limited a, series or or a TV movie. I think oh. it's not some like a. I thought it was an unlimited series. It's so, but it was or is it a musical category. I don't know. It's, it, it was some like TV movie, and I was like, that's. Okay, interesting. It's what a like, way to. <laughs> all right. <laughs> what a way to break through in that, or like capitalize on that. Yeah, I mean it's cool because I mean, I, I mean I guess they would be remiss if they didn't because. Um, yeah. Okay. Because it's like um, Renee Elise Goldsberry. She's been she got nominated for outstanding supported actress in a limited series. Ah. So I think it's just I think it's a limited series. Um, for Hamilton. Yeah, and I didn't think and it was, I like, thought it was a movie. It was I like a TV movie, but it's like okay, and like uh, um, where is it? Lin Manuel Miranda and Leslie Odom Jr. both 
um, outstanding actor in a limited series or a movie. Oh, limited or a movie. An, anthology in a limited series or movie. Yeah. So it's a it's movie. So it's a movie. Okay. I was like, yeah. seri- it's not a series. Right. That's going to mess with my brain. Why would it be in the... Yeah, yeah. A movie. Okay. Interesting. Ah, uh, so yeah. That's pretty exciting. Um, well, since we were talking about it, what I wanted to bring up is I thought that for me, um, for uh, my experience, I think it was pretty dope to see... Um, See, um, I'm trying to find it right now. Uh, I lost it. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Uh, Good job. Good job. I know. I know. I'm failing right now. I'm failing right now. You're doing great. (laughs) Um, Okay, here it is. Um, So, for me, it was interesting to see for outstanding lead actor in a drama to have um, four black men um, fighting in this category. Because you have Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us, Jonathan Majors for Lovecraft Country, um, Billy Porter for Pose, and then uh, he says Rajay Jean Page from Bridgerton. Okay, I was like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I have to look at it and I, see. Yeah, I think his name is Rajay Jean uh, Page. That's probably Jean. If he's, is he or French? Or maybe I've never. Can I talk. look at it? Can yeah. I? Can I look at how his name is spelled? It's probably Jean. Rajon Page. Is it Rajon? I don't watch that show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. no damn idea. Anyway, the the uh, the black man from uh, Bridgerton, the main character. Yeah. Um, they're all um, nominated for lead actors, and I thought that was very interesting because... Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I feel like for me, anyway, I've never seen for the Emmys or any major award show having, you know, you usually have like maybe one or maybe two. Well, the TV awards are always better with the yeah, well, yeah, definitely. The Oscars, I mean, other than yeah, the Oscars, not a really, but thing. um, yeah, Emmys and like Golden Globes, they tend to have more like uh, um, uh, what's the... in the lead actor like mm-hmm. categories, like more um variety. Yeah, but that is People that is color. cool. I didn't yeah. really, I haven't watched all of those shows, but that that is pretty I cool. I did not finish Bridgerton. <laughs> So I think we watched the first episode together, and that was about as far as I went with that. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't get down with it. <laughs> but I believe them. If he's it, he it, gave an outstanding performance, he was. I will say he was the most notable character yeah. from the one episode that yeah. I watched. He was he stood out, so it would make sense to me. Yeah, and I think he was like the breakout like character. Like people, a whole bunch of people were upset when they had heard that he's not going to be like in the, the second, second season, season or yeah. something like that. But um, I think. It's not based off a book. I forgot what the reasoning was as to, or maybe. Well, the, it's apparently that was that was just how the show was. Like it was right. about. It's supposed to be about different um, suitors every year. Oh. So it's supposed to be him, and then the next season is supposed to follow the main girl's brother, I think, and him trying to find a wife or whatever. So it's not even going to. Um, it's not even about the about, original people. It's more in like the a, first season. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a kind of anthology esque type situation where it's like gotcha. you're following a completely different person uh the next year i mean and i actually kind of like that in a sort of kind of way it reminds me of this book series um uh that uh it was about what was it called it was uh bitten it was called bitten and mm-hmm. it was actually a canadian show with um oh, i can't remember her name she played supergirl in smallville um, 
uh, gosh, what is her name? Um, I said button. I put button. I'm trying to put bitten. <laughs> like her yeah. name. Her name is Button. Uh, Laura Vandervoot. You. I don't know if you remember her. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like she was like a notable. Her. Okay. Mark. <laughs> well, anyway, it's this book series I that was know. adapted into a movie, uh, to a TV show called Bitten. Um, uh-huh. But the name of the book isn't called Bitten. I forgot the name of the books. But anyway, the first two books, there's like six books. The first two books um, are about the who Laura Vandervoot plays, um, who are her, the character she plays. Yeah. And then they introduce in the second book a, a witch. And then the next two books are about the witch. And then in the second, in the fourth book, they introduce this vampire. And then the next two books are about that vampire. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's interesting. So. So I guess Bridgerton is following in the footsteps of, of Bitten. Or something. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that it could have been anything like that before. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know. Interesting. But, yeah. The Emmy nominations look interesting. I probably still won't watch it, but. Um, yeah, probably not. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I know. Um. I know Bo Burnham got nominated, which I didn't think hmm. his, his like his special, special got... would like. Uh, I didn't think it would um, get nominated, or I didn't think it was like in the same time period because it just came out like well, a month ago. Handmaid's Tale just ended a month ago, if not less than that. And they but don't nominated. they they get screeners before then? I mean, like sure. I don't know if I don't know. It just felt because it's it was like a special that like came out out of nowhere without really any fanfare. Yeah. The fact that like the next month it's like nominated for all this stuff. Right. I was like, oh shit! I didn't realize it, it might, got in in time. It might have just got in maybe. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. But um, yeah, so his got nominated for a bunch of stuff. Uh, Seamus is still getting uh, nominated. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Bill Macy. He he always gives a great performance, so it's yeah. cool that he got nominated. Um, for playing Frank Gallagher. And I guess it's the last season, so they're like, hey, let's... Let's just give that. <laughs> you better just give him a... Might as well. Might as well. Might as well give him a nom. I love that Michaela Cole got uh, her... Oh, yeah. I made a story you got for Best Series, and she got nominated for Best Lead, uh, Outstandings, rather, Actress in a Limited Series or Movie. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, I love WandaVision, but I really want Michaela Cole to win. <laughs> Which I don't, I don't know if she will. I mean, the thing about it is, I may destroy you is, I think, a hard pill to swallow for anyone, yeah. um, because of the themes that it discusses in the show. Yeah. Um, but it was such like it was so brilliant. Yeah, it's great. But I just yeah. think those shows usually don't. Yeah. Like when they'll get nominated, <laughs> like like, maybe. Hey, we'll throw you a nomination, but we're like, but you're not. We're gonna give it to the more fun show. <laughs> to Elizabeth Olsen you got it <laughs> we're gonna give it to the superhero show which actually no that, that, that's a, a very lie. uncommon that any, superhero like, shows don't get anything no sci-fi superhero like I think the shows that kind of broke the the kind of barrier on that for like sci-fi shows mm. I think was like like lost in, oh yeah and Game of Thrones yes Game of like, Thrones like those are the sure. ones that like kind of were like hey these can be prestige shows too exactly. even though they're science fiction well, I guess Twilight Zone. Did Twilight Zone get? I don't know. I would have to go back into my. Yeah, I don't know offhand. Don't quote us. <laughs> I I thought it was very interesting though too. I wanted to mention that I don't know if you saw on Twitter that Anthony Mackie Mackie 
was trending. And I was like, why is Anthony um, Mackie trending? And I looked, and it's a bunch of people tweeting how they're upset that he didn't get any. Oh, uh, yeah, nom- that him and, him and, and Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan didn't get nominated yeah. for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Which, I'm like... As much as I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and I thought it was a really good show, it was very surprising because I did not think I was going to like the yeah. show. Um, it's more. It was more of like a, I can see why WandaVision would be yes. sought after yes. by like like um, critics and stuff yeah. because it was different. It was That's more. A very it was a little show. more artsy. Yeah. It was more like the performance like mm-hmm. it's literally it was literally just elizabeth olsen playing fucking different characters every fucking episode yeah like it was a, it was a lot of range yeah it was, lot, it was just and it was just different yeah and i could see how that would um kind of put her more yeah. on the radar for like winning a prestigious award yeah like falcon the winter soldier while good yeah they kind of, it was kind of like a a more a superhero mm, yeah, action. Yeah, it was definitely it was an Avengers. It was in that yeah, it was in that vein. adjacent show. Yeah, and it, and it felt that way. Yeah, and like like their performances were good. Yeah, but definitely. Like, it wasn't anything like different than them being in an Avengers movie. The same yeah. as Chris Evans acting. I mean, I will give I will be, like Sebastian Stan. I thought his performance was, was really good. Right, yeah, and they, like like but like. You know, it's just like even with like Paul Bettany, like him, he had to also change with like each era as well and be something yeah. different. So I give it to him as well. Like I think and that, that both whole of them, cast, the like, whole cast, everyone had to, even uh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, yeah, had it, to really like stretch their chops. Yeah. So and I think that's a little more like no shade, just deserving. For them to be nominated, not saying that. And I also just don't think he would have won. Like if they would have nominated him, he he's not won. gonna win. <laughs> he wouldn't have won against Sterling K. Brown. Come and on, like... and Jonathan Majors. Even though I, I don't know how you feel about that, because he cried throughout the whole entire. I think it it takes a lot to cry. <laughs> it takes a lot to cry on screen. So oh. I, I think he sold the emotion he of did. his character. He did very well. Did it, that was did very... it sell it to me? <laughs> no. Debate. No. <laughs> Not even debatable. No. Just, no. No. But I could see how that could be sold to the... Uh, the masses. To the masses. <laughs> very diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. But that's all I had about uh, the nominees on my... And the, and the well, well, speaking of television... Mm-hmm. I'm going to start a segment right now uh-huh. called um, Wendy Williams Must Be Stopped. So is this a segment that every so often we'll just bring up? Because we did talk about her a couple of episodes ago. And we are going to continue because she must be stopped. Is she talking about killing people again? Dude, no. Okay, this clip. I should have told you to watch it before. Damn. But, okay, so she had this clip where um, on her show, and Wendy Williams, if you don't know her, fucking don't look her up. Yeah. Or look her up. Who cares? I mean... Um, She's a daytime television host yeah. who has very questionable questionable ways of just talking about things Same and thing. going about Living things. her life. Questionable she's things. Just very questionable. She just, <laughs> In general. She's just been doing some things. So recently, she mm-hmm. had a segment on her show where she was talking about um, this TikTok star who had um who had passed away? I say recently passed away, right? He recently passed away. He was nineteen years old. His yeah. name was Swavy. Yeah. Uh, and he had recently passed away, and she brought him up in this segment 
where she's uh, she brings up a picture of him and she's going, oh well yeah this is um do you guys does anyone know who this guy is like to the audience and they're like clap first of all and you started like, off wrong yeah off wrong oh it already. gets worse and she's like yeah clap if y'all know who he is and like only a couple people clap but like her audience is majority like. You know, it's older what women. Like, who what cares? So she's like, clap if you know who he is. Well, he has 2 million, he has 2 million followers on TikTok. Rob also me. had and because he's comp- deceased. And she's, yeah, so she's comparing like her following to his. And she's like, well, Shut y'all don't even, up. y'all don't know who he is, but he has this many subscribers and he's this and this. And she's like, well, look at him. Like, does he look like he, he should have that amount? And blah, blah, blah. And it's just oh so awkward. And then she gets to the end of it and she goes, well, sadly, he passed. He was murdered three days ago. And the audience is like, oh. And she goes to like commercial break. And I was like, what is wrong what? with this fucking woman? Number one, who knows if his mother's watching the show? Right, she like might have been family. a fan of you. And you're just talking callously about this 19-year-old who was murdered. Right. And comparing your following. Like, what's... What's wrong with what you? Is What's going on? I don't understand. Like, why do you think that's an okay way to talk about anyone? Just anyone. Anyone. Like, that's just, Regardless of who they weird. are. weird. It was just so strange. And it made me think of, like, like, like daytime television, I feel like, is dying. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, nobody's really. No. Even, like, late night's kind of dying. Because it's, like, Very like true, a lot of yeah. that is sustained by, like, viral youtube clips exactly. like there nobody's watching like nobody's really watching like sitting down yeah in, in front of their i TV mean they might wa- like james corbin but James even that has, it, they just watch the clip who watches the whole show yeah so like with daytime tv i feel like there's this weird like callousness that a lot mm. of those hosts have to like to keep their engagement. Mm-hmm. Like, it reminds me, like, like Wendy Williams, for example, or, like, Dr. Phil, mm. which he's in a different vein, but Ugh. he's also, like... Disgusting. Kind of, yeah, kind of that same thing where he just... He brings people on. I watched a, a clip from one of his shows, uh, like, that he had recently, mm-hmm. where he had, like, brought this girl on who, who said... Or who I think had been diagnosed with OCD, mm-hmm. and she, um, she came on to, like, talk about it, mm-hmm. and then beforehand... Uh, she, she had like, she'd had some issues with, uh, how he would cover it and she wanted maybe more professional take on it. Mm -hmm. And she had asked her something like that and asked if there would be like more research put into it because like Dr. Phil kind of. Isn't Sometimes a fucking doctor he isn't a one. doctor, and he'll just say shit yeah. and just you know talk about. Well, things I think that you uh... are <laughs> what a beautiful impression <laughs> that he'll just might not be too well read on, and he'll just no. talk about it's shit. It's not like Doctor like, Oz or something. But even Doctor Oz isn't a fucking doctor, wasn't that proven? I thought he was. Yeah, that was proven that it, that he also has some. Or he he got stripped of some kind of. Like... I think he got stripped because I think he was because my mom bought um, this hand sanitizer from that was recommended by him that he said that he used when he was operating. I don't know if that makes him a doctor though. <laughs> well, <laughs> what he you... could be illegally operating. Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> giving out B- B- BBL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make that though. Yeah. Well, it, Damn what, it, the hand sanitizer is probably not working. <laughs> <laughs> it's all made up. Uh, it's fucking water. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, so he, 
so he brought this girl on and proceeded to basically be like to just kind of like yell at her about asking for other like like someone more reputable to talk about OCD and he was he, upset at he her. He was upset and spent the entire segment of the show like berating her and being like, "Well, you're just trying to be in control of everything, and you uh you talk to my staff like this and da da da." And I'm like, "What? This is so, so uncomfortable. Why would you just bring wait, someone on to yell at them? Why didn't we cut to break? <laughs> <laughs> also, why would you?" Let her still come on the show. Like, right. like you're supposed to be helping these people, and they're supposed to be like, like even if she was wrong in her in her approach, why would you bring her on to like, I don't know, like yell at her but and be weird? It was just a very she was uncomfortable. Wrong to go her approach, like you said, why bring her on? Why would you bring her on the show? But I think that's the thing. The like they're just they're just trying to get like views yeah. and. and and not really. Did you see uh, Doctor Phil uh, berated this berate this young girl for? And, and, I'll get, and I'll get him look. And then he told her like he he didn't really think she had OCD. Like she he was just like you have anxiety and you you don't, are not a doctor. You can't diagnose me, <laughs> sir. It was so weird, and I'm just like, is that what daytime like? TV yeah. is now where like Ellen's gone so yeah. so it's like you don't really have her which even at the end of her career we found out that she was kind of not being great to her staff yeah. and then like all these like questionable hosts who mm. are no longer it's no longer like like Ricky Lake and shit like that yeah. where it's like they're I mean, helping that was still people. really drama too. It was drama, but like you could tell that they actually cared, cared yeah. about people. Oprah, you can tell she yeah. fucking cared and wanted to, you know, you know, shed light on things people wouldn't have known about. And then give people cars. And then give out cars. <laughs> but now it just seems like the thing to get like engagement or to get like an audience mm-hmm. is to just be kind of crude and callous and just do whatever yeah like wendy and dr phil but who knows there could be a show on right now that is you know i mean whether he's not a doctor or not or he's got stripped of his license dr oz does try to help people with like understanding their bodies and things that are happening well not if he's just saying shit though because if he got stripped of it so i was like well what are you saying True. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, you should be um, eating flower petals if you um, if you um, having if any gastrointestinal uh, issues. Um, um, Doctor Oz, but like you I should just... be eating flower petals. So I just go pick them out of the you garden. You should be eating flower. Yeah, yeah, petals. yeah, yeah. But like, where do I get them from? You should be eating <laughs> flower petals. Yeah. So I just that just came to mind with this Wendy Williams yeah. clip also in the in the wake of us talking about her last week when she was like oh death to the spears family jesus so I was like bro maybe there yeah, are certain um, people who should not be on television and that she might be wendy but she will never get off television dude she's been around forever she made her and the thing about it she is she started as like a radio vj yeah she's a radio personality and she's the literally why radio does a gossip gossip segments is because of her because she started that she is so but it's like she gets so upset that people attack her and gets all in her feelings and emotions. But it's like you literally just callously talked about somebody's child who died, who was gunned down, like, senselessly. And you're, like, comparing your views and talking, asking your audience to hear. Start off by saying it's a tragic thing that happened three days ago. Uh, this young boy who was a TikTok star was gunned down, yeah. you know, in, like, in, in Delaware. Like, talk about that. Don't compare your views and 
That's or disgusting. ask people, do y'all know? Do y'all know who this no, is? Maybe they don't. What? Inform them. Then why are you? Then or maybe don't, don't even, even talk, talk about him it. to your audience don't if you don't think it. they know who he because is. Because also, that's not your. That's not your, your demographic. <laughs> like, girl. Oh, that is disgusting. And I really be trying to have sympathy after watching her documentary and, <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. But she's just, she's just, ugh, ugh. That makes me feel disgusting. Yeah. Well, that's all I had about about Wendy and daytime television. Uh, well, speaking of callous <laughs> uh, television, uh huh. So I was over Bay's house over the weekend, <laughs> and he loves South Park. We are not about to talk about <laughs> South Park right now. We are slightly about to talk about uh, South Park. Why? Um, and that kind of sort of goes in the vein of what you were just talking about. But uh-huh. um, so anyway, we were we watched this episode called uh, World War Zimmerman, and it is an episode in which I, I guess it was around the time that. The, the verdict for Zimmerman killing Trayvon Martin yeah. um, in Florida had happened. Um, and basically, in the episode, so disgusting. In the episode, Cartman basically is like, uh, there's this, so only really one black character in the show, and his name is called Token Black. Yeah. And so, I guess, um, he, Cartman goes up to Token, he's like, hey man, like, how you doing? How you feeling? Basically knowing that the verdict had happened. Yeah. And he's like trying to like pound it, like fist it, man, and whatever. So like the episode basically is a take on World War Z with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And so basically Cartman keeps having these dreams that black people are going to start rioting. Okay. And it's going to be like the zombies in World mm-hmm. War Z. <laughs> and so he's like, he pisses Token off. And so he's like, oh my God, he's patient Z. It's going to start. It's going to start. And he goes and like, he's trying to, he gets on the plane and he's like, you know, trying to make the plane take off. And he's like, we got to go. It's about to start. The epidemic's about to start. And he basically ends up killing everybody on the plane because a black person's on a plane and they start, everybody starts panicking because of the black guy. It's, it's a horrible, This is horrible Bay's favorite show. <laughs> Wow. Sat there and made me watch this fucking episode. And so basically, um, basically, <laughs> uh, the goddess counselor is trying to solve this issue between Token and, and Cartman. And basically, Token's like, I'm the victim here. Like, I'm like, I'm not even doing anything. And Cartman's like, hey, man, I wasn't, I wasn't in, in the verdict. I didn't, I didn't do anything. He like makes this whole poem. It's fucking ridiculous. Okay. So basically, at the end of the episode, um, Cartman figures out this thing called Stand Your Ground in Florida. And for whatever reason, he's like, after after it's been disproven that there's not going to be anything happening with, like, uh, it's, nothing's happening. There's no World War Z about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so he tries to apologize to Token. But, like, Token's, like, really furious at him because he's like, you know, he, like, on the news, everything was after Token because he drew a to- uh, had a playbook that somebody found and said that Token was patient Z. And so people like were kind of like after Token or whatever. So um, at the end of it, he apologizes and Token's like, "Nah, man, like you, like you fucking like that's not okay. It's not cool." So he's like, "Nah, man, I'm sorry. Just fist bump it, fist bump it." And so he drew a circle. Cartman draws, 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 draws. He draws. What's up? I don't know, I don't know what I can say. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Restart, dude. Damn. 
he draws a circle, basically being like his area or whatever, and Token gets in his uh, his circle. He's trying to pound Token, and then he shoots Token and in the arm or whatever. So that's basically the end of the episode. So I'm watching this, and I'm thinking, like... South Park has all of these awful fucking episodes, like, and it's like a show that's been on for 24 fucking seasons. Yeah. 24 seasons. In the climate in which we are in right now, do you think that there is a place still for this show that, with, like, is it, is it right for a show like this to, con- to continually be on right now? Um, I mean... It's still on, so I can't say whether it's right for it to be on, because it's still on. Um, I don't know. I think, like, I won't say, oh, my gosh, like, they need to cancel it. Because it has been, and and that has been their MO from the beginning. They make Mm -hmm. fun of everybody. Every, every, they, I think they're the first show to, like, make fun of, like, 9-11, like, Mm -hmm. right around the time it came out. And, like, and I, I think they're is a place for that kind of Mm -hmm. in terms of you know i don't know like entertainment like Mm -hmm. but also i don't know if you want to like grow with like your audience and stuff Mm -hmm. i think it'd be okay to kind of change the way you make things because right now that episode that you described it Mm -hmm. just sounds like like, I think I appreciate more, like, shows like It's Always Sunny, where mm-hmm. the characters are horrible yeah. and, and racist, and the joke is that they are horrible right. and racist right. and terrible characters. Right. Like, that's the joke. You're right. laughing, you know, at how fucking awful these characters right. are. Where with South Park, sometimes it just sounds like they're, like, punching down. Like, they are making yeah. fun of... In the sake of making fun of everyone, yeah. they are also, like, making fun of, like, people who don't... I don't know. You're in this episode. Sounds like they're making they're making it like you're making fun of black people for like nothing after after being like the victim of this perpetuation of. By the way, one thing I did forget to say is that happened at the end of the episode is that for whatever reason they realized that if they kill George Zimmerman, then this pandemic or whatever wouldn't happen. So Cartman goes into blackface and goes into. Zimmerman's I don't house. want to hear any yeah. more of this episode. <laughs> and he ends up, and so, and then Zimmerman ends up shooting Cartman, and then they like rub, rub the paint off his face. And he's like, "Oh, this is a white kid." And then Zimmerman ends up going to jail. I don't. That just doesn't sound like good. It just yeah. doesn't like like be funny. Like yeah. like that just doesn't seem funny. That just seems like. Hey, we're still on the air, yeah. and they're still allowing us to make this shit. Let's see if we can still do it. Let's see if we can still push the envelope yeah. and get away with whatever the fuck we want, which they can. They can, and they do. But it's like, well, at a certain like that doesn't sound like art to me. That just yeah. sounds like fucking, you know, like peeing on the walls of like <laughs> like right. a museum. Like it's not. It does not sound entertaining it sounds torturous yeah like, like i've legitly. seen a couple south park episodes that yeah. i've watched and been like like this is fucking callous and gross right. but i can get where they're going and i get the joke at the end yeah. of it like the episode where he like eats his parents <laughs> eats scott's right. parents where i where they the joke is that the character is fucking horrible right where this it sounds like it's like they're trying to get to a spot where they're talking about well, George Zimmerman's awful, and we're gonna, right. you know, 
get there through this weirdo plot. Right, but, like by saying that if 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 the had Trayvon Martin been white, then he probably would have gone to jail. It's like a roundabout way of basically saying that. Sure, right. but it's also like, well, why even make that? Well, he didn't go to jail, right? So why that's, make that? Yeah, episode? that's it. He it's did fucked. not go to what jail. What a weird girl. He's hanging out somewhere. Yeah, like he like it's a he weird, fucking sold the gun that he shot Trayvon Martin. It's a with. weird, gross thing to be like, hey, we can still make this, but look, we're we're being kind of mm-hmm. woke at the same time while also being terrible. Like it's yeah, it just it just sounds kind of gross. And so I don't think. Like, for me, I'm like, well, whatever. I just want to watch it. So, yeah, yeah, to your question before, like, it just, somebody likes that. I mean, it's still on air, so. So somebody's fucking with that. Yeah. And I guess they should be, yeah, they should be allowed to watch it. Yeah. I just won't. (laughs) I mean, and there are South Park episodes that I have seen that I think are kind of funny. And I, like, I I play the video games. It's not that I hate South Park. I just think that at times... I feel like there's a difference between pushing the envelope and just just being crude. Yeah. And that's just like, I don't know. That's just, for me, I was like watching that and I was like, this is fucking crude. Like, this is not even funny. Like, I'm not, like, it's just like, I'm, I'm gasping and like, like, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe they actually said something like that. Like, I don't really find it like, I don't know, entertaining. But that also leads to my question. So do you think that there is a place for TV um, for not everything to be PC. Well, everything's not PC, right? Well, no, but I guess in this manner. Like, like I guess so you're saying, you know, it's okay for this show to be, like, it is on. It's, 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 it's a market for it, but you're just basically saying, like, you wouldn't watch it. So you kind of basically answer my question. Yeah, um, I, just, yeah. I just wouldn't watch it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not the... I'm, I mean, yeah, you're not a police, so you can't patrol. Yeah, I'm not going to be like, well, no one should be able to watch this thing because I think it's the worst. Right. Yeah, I don't really... Yeah. I don't really operate like that. Yeah, I mean, Because there are also, like... Because if you say that, then, like, it's always sunny. I love... Yeah. There are a lot of people who are like, no, that shouldn't be on fucking air. Yeah. But, like, the way that they go about their dress, I just just think it's smarter because they're actually... It's not them making fun of of communities. It's them making fun of these people who are... Horrible. horrible right and exactly so it's it's exactly. just it just feels different for making fun of the actual character but in 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 that vein they might think that, that that's what they're doing like the creators of south park think true. that's what they're doing true they're shedding a light on everything right and everyone being terrible but i don't know it's just not my cup of tea sounds that literally the more and more you describe <laughs> that episode i was like this is fucking horrible yeah none of this is funny and it, it's I don't want to hear anymore. I would legitly, like, they was mad, like, why do you keep being in your phone? I don't want to watch this. Like, this is, like, it's not, I don't I don't find it entertaining. I find it, like, offensive, like, in, in a manner. Because it's just, like, yeah, like, you realize, like, this man isn't in jail. And this is something that actually happened to some somebody's child. Like, it's, I don't know. But South Park does make fun of everybody, but it's still like... Mm. But I need them to be funny. That just didn't sound funny. Yeah. Like, be funny. Well, it might be funny to somebody. And that's what I'm saying. It shouldn't yeah. be... I won't get it kicked off the air. Yeah. You know what? I might. I'm writing a, a strongly <laughs> We're starting a strongly word. Uh, but that's all I had with that. Oh. Well, speaking of just things that are bad, <laughs> I watched a movie... 
on Friday. I titled this Bad Movie Friday. I was okay. actually going to tell you to watch it, but then I got to the end of it. It was like, he doesn't need to. And I just wrote down my thoughts of this movie. What is this movie called? It's called Beneath the Leaves. Who? Beneath the Leaves. Okay. It's on Amazon Prime. I, and I was just like, I was looking through the like horror genre uh-huh. and Amazon was like, I just want to have like a movie night and find something. And this movie was an hour and a half. So I was like, hell yeah, that's hey, right up that's my right, alley. Right in your time. Right, right in my time. That's all the time I have. <laughs> Side note, I watched It Follows. I know you like that. Had movie, you never right? seen it before? No. Oh. I yeah. watched it um, on Sunday. It's actually a pretty decent movie. I told you it's good. Yeah. I love It Follows. I didn't know exactly. Well, no, I did get the end. Never mind. Except, yeah, it was pretty good. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. I was like, well, no. Actually. You didn't get the end? <laughs> no. I was like, actually, no way. Actually, I did get it. <laughs> I mean, it kind of. It, it... it don't explain it, but you kind of get it. Like, yeah. In a way. Yeah. It Follows. Yeah. Well, that's a good movie. This is a bad movie. Mm. And it's called Beneath the Leaves. Beneath and I will just... Beneath the Leaves. Beneath the Leaves. And I'll, I'll give a quick synopsis. Okay. And then I will do a rundown of my thoughts that I wrote okay. after the movie. Because I had thoughts. Okay. So, basically, the movie... It's following this, like, small town named Julian. And it starts with this guy uh, breaking out of jail after... after um, Someone sets fire to the jail and he breaks out. Okay. And it turns out he is like a kidnapper, serial killer dude. Huh. And um, he has decided he wants to finish what he started for what he got arrested for. Oh, dope. So this is already sounding years, like... <laughs> so years before he had he would kidnap um, like foster children or like orphans. He would kidnap them from their foster families and like basically bring them down to like this train seller or whatever, bring them down underground and he would keep them captive. And then he would, he would give them lethal injection and basically euthanize the kids in which in his mind, he was setting them free from their, you know, time as orphans or being a part of the foster children. So he, he was was a nutcase. How he found out they were, orphans or he would he would he would yeah he would go around as like uh i don't know i guess he would just look people up and when he was stealing the kids it was like in the 80s so i guess he would just look people look people up and he would go door to door as uh and say oh i'm i'm a part of social services i need to check out your house he would come in and say well i'm gonna take your kids because they aren't fit or this this place isn't fit for them so he would like take the kids and since it was supposed to be like the 80s, they didn't have any way of like proving that he wasn't a social service worker. I don't know. It's not making sense, but okay. It doesn't. <laughs> so, so this guy, he, four of the kids that he, he steals, they're all um, foster siblings. Mm-hmm. They live in the same house. He takes all four and then they, the four of them, only four of them, they end up escaping. So then what were following is like 20 years in the future when they're all grown and he's now escaped from jail mm-hmm. and he's trying to finish the job mm-hmm. and like still kill these kids so mm-hmm. he's looking for them so we're following this um this um cop mm-hmm. uh who is one of the boys who was uh taken as a kid mm-hmm. so they like take him off the case once he gets out because he's too close to it so his like lady friend they're fucking but i don't they don't ever give each other a a title. A title, and they're mm. just kind of weird about it. Um, she is on the case, and she's trying to, like, figure everything out. But she doesn't really figure anything out. Like, she's probably the worst. 
And she has this partner who's just really weird. But, yeah, basically, it's just them trying to help them before the serial killer gets to them Mm -hmm. and tries to finish the job. Mm -hmm. So my thoughts. Mm -hmm. What I wrote down Mm -hmm. immediately after finishing the film. Uh First thing. Movie is bad. (laughs) (laughs) And then second thing. Tagline should be everyone is a serial killer. Okay. Because everyone ends up being like, like there's the first serial killer we're looking for. Uh And then there's some lady who ends up being like, she owns the motel in the um in the uh motel. town, basically a fucking base motel, <laughs> and she ends up being a serial killer. <laughs> who they do they know each other? They do know each other because apparently they were both foster children, who were kind of raised together, and they end up setting setting the house of one of their foster of their foster father on fire. And that kind of stirred up their serial killer rage. So now they're like hand in hand serial killer. I'm but you don't know. Right but now. you don't know. <laughs> what? That they like Is are it? in cahoots. Okay. But yeah, so she ends up like killing one of the cops later. Okay, but I'll keep going. So there are some very drastic tone changes. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a Medea movie where one minute it'll be what? like horrible, like like child abuse and atrocities and like child like sexual assault and then the next minute is that a gospel song no it's like (laughs) comedy it's like a fucking there's one there's one character who has a fake wig on he has a fake like mullet wig and he's like the comedic relief and he does like little jokes and he's real nerdy and he um is it he really likes birds like a fake wig it looks super fake. I was just looking, like, the whole time I was like, that's not it. I just was trying to figure out if that was a part of the shtick or not. I don't know. I don't know if they knew either, but it was pissing me off the whole time. Like, who is this character? Like, they're all trying to be so serious and talk about, you know, like, their lives as foster mm. children. And, like, the, the, the woman cop, she talks about how she... I don't know how she got into the forest because this kid that she was supposed to be protecting ended up dying when she was in Iraq and all this shit. Like they have these weird, like dramatic monologues, and then they'll go to this guy being like, and I'm like, "Oh my, what's God. happening? <laughs> what's happening?" How low budget was this, dude? It was all filmed on the same street. Like all of uh, it, it was so like the the prison and the houses are all on the same. I street. swear, the prison and the motel were the same place. <laughs> I swear to you. Uh, okay. So then the characters, everyone's like emotions were mm-hmm. just so just not correct. Like the characters <laughs> once I can be like, like, oh, I'm so, you know, I'm scared that the serial killer is coming for us. He's going to get us. He's going to kill our whole family. But then there's, spoiler alert, the serial killer ends up finding like the four brothers uh-huh. and or three three of the brothers mm-hmm. the foster brothers and he like because basically one of the brothers is crazy and is working for the serial killer so he kind of lures them to him what? yeah so huh? so they end up getting caught up that way because he's a traitor and then why would you go work for the person who kidnaps you? It's Stockholm Syndrome, I guess. They were trying to portray it as that. How long did he have them? Like, two weeks. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, then. <laughs> but he, so he, uh, so he ends up luring them out, and the serial killer, like, ends up killing, like, basically all of the brothers, except for one, the, the like, cop. And he's not sad at all. Like, the end of the movie, like, the whole time he's like, I'm so scared. This is my baby brother. I need to, like, be there for him. And then all of his family dies. 
And at the end, he's just like, well, babe, we figured out the, we figured that out. And it's like, oh, oh my God. Like, wait, wait a second. Why aren't you? We're so distraught. Your family died in front of you. Oh, and God. you're just chilling. I don't know. It was so weird. And then, um, let's see. They killed the black man first. Of he course. was one of the foster kids. They killed him first. Of course. There was two black characters in this movie. And they both died. No, one was a cop and he was horrible. And the other one was one of the foster brothers. And they killed him first scene. And they like gave him this horribly like visceral like death where where the guy, he got lured there by some lady who was pretending to be a prostitute. Mm -hmm. And he got he got lured to the motel, the Mm -hmm. fucking killer motel. And then she like strapped him down and stuff like they were going to have sex and like put a blindfold on him, but then the serial killer snuck in and, like, was on him, and uh, he lethally injected him with whatever that poison shit is. And it was, like, the worst, like, death Like, his eyes are, like, bulging out, and he's, like, foaming, and it's horrible, and he just he just dies. And that's where they spent the other budget. Yeah. It literally was the most, like, high-budget <laughs> high of, of the movie, because it was, like, damn. That was that was a lot, Ugh. and they kill him, but he's like the only person they show being killed on screen, and like everyone else who's killed, including the serial killers, it's all kind of like an off-screen like gunshot, and it's very it was just so weird. It just didn't make any sense to me that the only death they had was. Uh, that disgusting and it was with the black person yeah the only one the only. of the only black characters in the entire movie and i mean the entire movie Ugh. and then so oh i also said i spent a lot of time going who is this person because <laughs> they would not explain like for a while i was like is he like they they tried to do the flashback thing where they show uh-huh. like the kids when they were captive and show like the current people and the whole like, time i was like well, which they didn't one? do a good job. No, I was like, well, is, is the cop one, or is he just the brother right. of one of the people there? Is that him? And they would literally flashback, and I'd be like, okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I only knew the black man, but he was only in one scene. Jesus. And let's see. It had potential in almost every scene, but then it would squander it in the same scene. <laughs> like, every single scene, it would be like, okay, we're, we're doing something. He's emoting. Okay. And then it would just get it would just get weird. People would just get And then the mullet guy would come. Yeah, he would pop it and be like, I love Cardinals. Ooh. I'm like, what is this? What is this? What? what is this bullshit? I love Cardinals. Uh and then the last thing I said was did I mention that they killed one of the only two black first? <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't great. I would recommend watching it if you want to watch, like, a bad movie. Uh, but it wasn't great. I, I might make uh, Bay watch it. He likes watching bad horror movies. He might. Because at first it felt like, I thought it was going to be, like, like a good Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, I'm fine with that. Some Lifetime movies are a fun time. Mm-hmm. And they'll... Okay. I like some Lifetime movies. I liked one. Which one? The one where the daughter got kidnapped... And she grew, and I think the parents went looking for her, and then, like, years later, I think the mother had found her or something like that. 
I can't remember. <laughs> it almost sounds like that show. It, you know that show that came Finding like, Carter? It it was it thought it sounded was it just Finding like, Carter. It was not. It was actually way before Finding Carter came out. I think Finding Carter uh, uh, took a uh, note from that Lifetime movie. I will argue that the only good Lifetime movies are the one where a child has been kidnapped. Because they're the only ones I like. Wait, how many movies are there for child Dude, there's kidnapped? one called I Know My Name Is Steven, where he got kidnapped as like a kid, but then he, um, he like was raised to help kidnap the other kids, and then they finally, finally, he finally runs away and goes Sounds back to his original familiar. family, but it, it's hard for him to like yeah. get re reacclimated yeah. with like normal life because he's been like in captivity his whole life right. and he has like Stockholm syndrome, so he misses like his his captor <laughs> he thought of as like his father. And there's that one, and then there's the other one called I forgot what it's called where the kid gets kidnapped when he's like three, mm-hmm. and then he um. His kidnapper, his kidnapper is his his mother. It's a lady that kidnaps him. Right? It's a lady, but then That's she the ends up. I'm talking about. She ends up dying, and he's the the kid that got kidnapped is living with his father. But it turns out they're like basically living on the same street yep, as, that's his, the one I'm talking as about. his original family. That's the one I'm talking Incredible. about. Incredible. I love that That's movie. the one I'm talking about. And then he goes back to them, and it's weird because yeah. like he has a big brother. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the only good Lifetime movies. Not this one, though. This is what I <laughs> wanted this one to be, because I was like, oh, kidnapping. Right, and okay, then, okay, all right. Okay, you're no. giving me some, some nice Lifetime But also, Lifetime it's on teams. Amazon. Dude, Amazon just be... Just buying. <laughs> Man, we really need to fucking, like, just go for it yeah. and uh, just make a movie, because clearly Amazon will buy it. They're like, oh, you have... You, um, a, a movie? Oh, there are people in this? Oh, they're breathing? Oh, do they speak in... They speak to each other? Oh, okay. Oh, y'all y'all wrote a script for it? Oh, yeah. Let's throw some money at you. Boom! (laughs) We'll buy it. But yeah, this movie, it was not. It was just not. It wasn't the best. But I did watch another one um, called Affliction, Mm -hmm. which was also not the best. Well, it was was better, Mm -hmm. but it was... Okay, they did something interesting where basically it was like a... It was... um, It's like a found film movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Not really though, because they didn't do well with with making you believe. Oh, he's holding a camera right now, right. and like, <laughs> like that's always something I look for in those type of movies where I'm like, how is he holding the camera? Yeah. Why does he know to have the camera right Actually, there? Too, like, what is that angle? That's what I love about Chronicle and my Chronicle. Yeah, Chronicle's did that. good. Yeah. Like Paranormal Activity and like Chronicle, like uh, those, those are like. Yeah, I don't like Paranormal Activity though. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Someone brought it to my attention on Twitter, which made, which I was like whatever is that the whole plot of paranormal activity is the same plot as hereditary but it's just a different genre <laughs> oh shit yeah and i was like well well, y- well, well well yeah well yeah huh interesting hereditary did it a lot better though yeah <laughs> but um but it was yeah it was like a found footage movie it's called afflicted mm-hmm. it's about this guy who um he he discovers that he has a tumor, mm-hmm. so he decides that he's gonna go on like this this road trip with his best friend mm-hmm. um, until he like gets more sick. So he just wants to kind of focus on like going around the world mm-hmm. and his like last moments of doing doing regular stuff. Right. So they go to like Europe and like Paris, go on this big trip. So they end up getting there, and he he wants to document the whole thing, document mm-hmm. his his trip. So that's the found footage part. And they're making like a little documentary of like their time together. Mm-hmm. So they get to Paris, 
and he starts getting really sick. Like mm. he he like can't eat. He has they they go to the bar one night and he has like this one night stand but then they go and find him and he's like bleeding he's all beat up it looks like like the girl he was with like attacked him nice. so they're like what the hell so so he's like i don't want to go to the hospital cuz they're going to they're going to check me in cuz i cuz of my tumor right. so like i'm fine i'll just you know leave it alone so then they try to like go get food and stuff and he he ends up throwing up all this like blood what and all the this fuck? shit and then and then he they try to go back. Uh, they try to go back, and he like gets some sleep, and he's like, "I'm fine. I don't want to go to the hospital. I don't. I don't want to go." Right. So he just starts getting kind of like sicker and sicker. And he's not eating. So then, they um, end up uh, trying to go on this boat to mm-hmm. like this uh, like village magic person who can like not magic, but Shaman like or something. yeah, because he's like, "I don't want to go to the hospital." Well, he's like, "Well, I found." heard of this place that does like herbal remedies and right. stuff so let's go there so they go out to get on this boat to uh to to make their way to this place mm-hmm. and like he's like i think we got to go back i don't feel good i think we got to go back and he's like what's going on and his skin like starts burning the fuck? his skin just starts really his skin starts like burning and he's and which is crazy because this whole thing is supposed to be found footage so the guy has a camera on the whole time and it's like, well, if your best friend is going through all this shit, you wouldn't be recording yeah. all this stuff. But whatever. Okay. So his skin is starts burning. He's like, oh my god, I don't know what's going on. He's like glistening. Mm-hmm. So they like run to a shed and they they pour all this water on him. And um, that doesn't sound like a good idea, but okay. Well, they pour water on him and and it it stops the skin from burning, but uh. he's like all blistered and looks uh. all crazy. So they're like, what the fuck is going on? Um, what's the, what's happening? Right. So they go back to the hotel, and like. The best friend is like, we need to get you to a hospital. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. Like, this is scary. Uh, we we need to get you help. And he's like, no, we can't go. And he ends up getting mad. And he punches a wall, but he punches, like, a hole through it, like a huge hole. And and it's like this, um, it, it's a stone wall. Oh, and wow. his hand is, like, not broken. So if you can kind of guess from what I've told you what's yeah. happening, can you guess? Um, From what I've told you, what is happening to him? He's becoming a superhero. That's what they think. Mm-hmm. But think about it. Um, he's becoming a zombie. Close. Think about it. Um, okay, if I'm close to a zombie, yeah. then... Um, I mean, I don't know any undead creatures. He's Solomon Grandi. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. He goes out into the sun and his kid. Oh, he's becoming a vampire? Yeah. <laughs> so so apparently the girl who he had at one night stand with, she turned him into a vampire that night. And then like, so you're following it. Which that's the coolest part of it is you think he's that's like sick from a tumor. And yeah. you're like, oh, he's just sick, blah, blah. That's and why then, he's throwing up blood because he needs to feed. Yes. So then, as you can tell, things get a little bit. A little bit hairy because he needs to needs to start feeding and his best friend's an idiot so i'd actually watch that yeah i mean you kind of told me what happened so um no i didn't tell you like uh-huh. i that's literally the first like 20 minutes huh so interesting I, yeah you there's other shit that happens at the hmm. end because it t- it it gets weird it get it turns into something you you didn't think it would huh. so I recommend watching it. It's called Affliction. Interesting. Did you watch um, Fear Street 1994? I haven't watched it yet. Isn't 1994 the the latest one? 
the no, it's 1994, 1978, and then oh, so it goes, it goes back. I thought it was going to start at 1666 as well, yeah. but no, it starts at 1994 and it goes back. No, I, I haven't watched it yet. Um, our, our friend, uh, she told me to watch watch it and she she thinks i'll like it i'm like oh, okay yeah, yeah i'll um, check it out pretty worth it actually i was gonna wait till all of them are out yeah to, to watch it because 17 1978 came out this past friday and i'm just gonna wait until this upcoming friday to watch the yeah. last two 1660 when i have a movie day sure where we just watch all of them i'm here for it i actually because I, I saw reviews on it and they were actually really good and yeah. i was like what so I was like, hey, let me watch it. And I was like, actually, this actually kept my attention. Like, this yeah. is actually, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but yeah. it's actually. I mean, it's R.L. Stein. Yeah. So it's, you know, goosebumps. Right. But, um, but to see how he deviated from all these, like, horrible goosebumps that we love so much as a kid. They're not horrible. I love goosebumps. Don't even. I mean, I, I, I read the books and I watched the show. I, I they're, too, they're good yeah. for what they were. They it were was about, child you know, horror. Ch- ch- children horror. But this is a little more adult. Yeah. Like, maybe cusping on, um, you know, adult, young adult, basically. Yeah. Uh, books, because it's based off his books. How our, our friend described it is... She was like, um, like if you like heart, like it's slasher fic, but yes. at, at some point it's kind of uh, yes, it's kind of um, exactly what is what it is it comes that? a little more like demonic yeah like kind it, of there's some, something deeper yeah like, yeah it starts off a slasher and then you start getting a little more supernatural yeah like curse kind yeah. of thing like a which I was like that's cool I'm I like more the cursed angle of stuff I know you don't like slashers. If it's not Scream, I don't want it. <laughs> but I, I watched it mainly because I do like slashers. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is not what I thought this, oh, this was going to be. Different. But it was actually oh, pretty Satan decent. This? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually pretty decent. So yeah, we should we can do that. Alright, I'll check it out. Cool, 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 cool. I didn't have anything else. I didn't either. Oh. Wait, no, I did have one more thing, which I don't know if we should save it. Okay, so I looked at this article, uh-huh. and it was basically, like, detailing, like, weird job interview questions, uh-huh. and it, like, actual job interview questions that they, like, ask. Okay. So I was, I was thinking we should interview you for this podcast. Oh, okay. Or just, or just go through some of the questions, because someone made me laugh, because I was like, that is so fucking weird to okay. ask in a job interview. So, um, one of them, let's see. Uh, what was my favorite one? <laughs> what do you think of garden gnomes? Um, and this apparently was asked by Trader Joe's. This is an actual. I think uh, they're they're a little creepy. Um, but I... answer as if you were in an interview. Like, what would you say? Would you just say they're creepy? Um, I don't. I've never thought too deeply um, on garden gnomes. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, there's this game I I play called The Sims and. There actually are garden gnomes on there, and you actually have to worship them and give them gifts, or they terrorize your life. Okay. So, you know, that kind of has me having a, a, neg- a negative connotation towards them, but, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess they're okay. It's very good. You can tell you're a professional uh, <laughs> interviewee. <laughs> okay. And then another one is, you've been given an elephant. Mm-hmm. You can give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? Um, you can't give it away or sell it. What would you do? Oh, I'm about to say, wouldn't, it's not the same. No. I was about to ask, well, no. it's not the You've same thing. You've been given an elephant and you can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? Um, 
I would maybe probably train it. Um, Interesting. Uh, to uh, do you have do you have um, do you have a background in elephant training? No, I don't. But I, I feel like if you ask like my my like my my mom and my grandma, like I've yeah. trained my dogs pretty well. Oh oh oh. They um they're they're pretty really obedient dogs. Uh-huh. Um, so I know elephant is a completely different thing, but mm-hmm. I think that I would attempt to or, you know, there's YouTube out there. You can probably... <laughs> I would love to see YouTube. <laughs> elephant training? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a, it's a thing. Yeah. What's the color of money? Well, money has like this sort of like mossy green color to it. Um, it's not... Um, you know, exactly green, but it's like a, it's like a, in that, in that, you know, varieties of green, but then you also have like the beige, um, you know, in it as well. Uh, yeah. That was the incorrect answer. Oh, okay. Apparently, according to this article, you will want the candidate to say, it depends on the country. Shit. <laughs> that is technically right. Yeah. Yeah. These are fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but... That's not wrong. Also, yeah. if anyone ever asked me that question, <laughs> I think I'd walk out. I'm like, this job is not for me. This is not this for just, me. Not for You're me. playing with my life. <laughs> Design a spice rack for the blind. Okay, that's that's. How would I do that in a job interview? <laughs> How do you want me to put the uh, salt and pepper together and everything? Oh, these are fun. Okay, well, we'll bring these back every so often and see That's funny. how we do on these questions. A job interview question that I actually ask um, when I'm inter- being interviewed is I ask them if you could um, describe the climate of, your, of the office with the song, what song would you choose? And ah. I usually stump every person who interviews me with that one. Pretty nice. <laughs> um, the last lady I talked to, she was like, she went into a whole thing about like how her boss listens to metal, and she's like, she's like this little petite little girl, mm-hmm. this little lady. She's very petite, and she's like very soft spoken. But when she's in her office, she listens to metal, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. She was like, yeah, it's just very a contrast to. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, everybody usually asks that question too. They're like, oh, I don't know. So it's like, I would probably pick a country song or something. You probably don't listen to country. This lady did say that to me one time. Do you ever respond to them, oh, wrong. We will not be asking you back. And they're like, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, aren't I interviewing? No, I'm interviewing you. I am the interviewer now. Uh, but that's well, all I had. Well, on that note then, friends, it's about that time. Yes. Thank you for joining us with our weekly call. Thanks. Um, we appreciate you guys for being here. Yeah. Um, I, I'd like to make a note. Um, we haven't got a chance to post it on our Instagram, but we've reached over 200 followers on oh, our Instagram yeah. page. <laughs> Get the soundboard. Oh, no. We have to use our, our, our vocal cords. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really dope. Thank you guys for following us, um, listening to us, um, yeah, supporting us, 
love you guys. Um, and you can also continue to support if you haven't already and follow us on social media Woo. at M and J, the letter R, the letter U, okay, underscore podcast. You can find us on Instagram yep. and Facebook. Yes. And that's it. Yeah, but we also have a website that you can check out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you are so inclined. Yes, yes. And that is M and J, the letter R, the letter U, dot com. Yes, we got little blurbs on there. Yeah. Most of the episodes. Most of the episodes are on there. <laughs> there are pictures of us if you really need to see what we look Let's like. See our faces. If you want to look at our face. Our faces. Ew. You can also, um, you know, uh, subscribe to our podcast on anywhere you listen to your podcast. Yeah. But you can rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, you can. You can also slide into our DMs. If you like have like a movie you want us to watch, like we just described this horrible movie that Janae watched today. Incredible. Um, not, well, not. It was my bad today. movie Friday. Bad movie Friday. Um. So, or any topics you want us to talk any about? Topics or anything, you can just send those to our DMs, and you know, we'll we'll get to you. Yep. And that's about it. Talk to you next week, dude. Talk to you next week. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. Call us back. <laughs>